0: From South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee, Florida, all the way to your back porch, welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. This is Kelly and we're up here at South Kitchen. We're a man down today, we are missing our little, our good buddy, our little good buddy Hamilton, but I'm sitting here with um, Big Allen, hey Allen.
2: What's happening? What's
0: happening? And uh, Big, medium big Gray. Medium big. I mean, you're not super tall like Allen, but I wouldn't mess with you. No, it wouldn't end well. No. (laughs) No. It might not, especially after drinking a few glasses of Wild Turkey 101, which is what we're sipping on tonight. We're going to crack that open. But uh, this is the Bourbon Chronicles. If you're listening to us on podcast, thank you. If you're listening to us on uh, WSOS Radio, 103.9 FM or 95.5 uh, Nocatee and St. Augustine, respectively, we appreciate it. Alan, so, you, you said coming into this that you're tired. Is your anticipation of having a Wild Turkey one-on-one sip going to put you out or light you up?
2: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. It has been a long time time since i've had wild turkey wild turkey and i'll the be honest with you was, right i don't remember if i've ever had wild turkey just straight i may have i don't know
0: yeah. possibly <laughs> well you were in the navy there's a good chance that you had it
2: there's um yeah there's a, a really good chance i've had it and just don't even well, know it, did, that i had did it did
0: they do things like uh like just dump a bunch of different leftovers and things in coolers and you just put some kool-aid in there yeah we
2: used it. to we used to make this thing we we stole a uh five gallon stainless steel milk jug from the mess decks and we'd carry it to the beach. And we made a drink <laughs> that I will not tell you the name of because it's it's unholy. It's crass. And uh it's but a family we could called it whatever color it came out. You threw in whatever everybody brought, whether it be wine, beer, whiskey, whatever wine coolers, and then we would throw in a couple <laughs> of uh, frozen coolers. frozen cocktail mixes and a bunch of ice. And, you know, like oat oh, orange juice or fruit cocktail or whatever and, and ice. And whatever color it turned out to be, we'd call it that. Plus and, and you just scoop a bunch of tea or tea cups from unholy, the... the unholy name that we gave it. And goo. So it might be a brown or a green, whatever.
0: Oh, and the name followed the color. That's right.
2: And we would drink that until everybody died on the beach. I would
0: bet you there was some, some wild turkey 101 in that. But you probably know, couldn't it taste it. Been. You didn't know if it was in there or not. I, I don't think I've had wild turkey at all since my first introduction. To any kind of brown spirit a long time ago, maybe after college, when you put everything with a Coke. Yeah. It was the only kind of bourbon you did 20 years ago was you put bourbon with Coke. And right. you went to an SEC football game. That's what you did.
1: Yeah, I think, I I
0: think the SEC football kept bourbon alive for all those years where it wasn't popular. Now you walk into a liquor store and there's <laughs> 500 of them. <laughs> but, but we're excited to uh, be trying wild turkey 101. One of the OGs. The OG. Original bourbon. gangster? Yeah. And one of the ones that made it through. One of the ones that made it through. What's up, Gray? Gray, man. How was your week? It's been long. You burned out. Very. You said you're on your 11th 11th day. Of, day. 11th day of work. And probably work. for all you out there in uh, b- bank and finance land that go to work at 9 and leave at 4.30, uh, those are not your hours, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> you probably come in at what, at what like a, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and leave about 2 o'clock in the
3: morning? Well, Saturday, for example, I was mm-hmm. in at 9 a.m. and I left at 12, 15 a.m. Yeah, and so that's like a normal 15 day. 15 hours. That's a lot yeah.
0: of hours. It is. Is that kind of a – not a normal. That's a long day. Otherwise, you wouldn't have used it for an example. But it's normal that you have a long day like that. It's normal yeah. in this industry. God, man. Service industry. Tip your bars, bartenders and waitresses. Heavily. Heavily. Because Gray's bags under his eyes are – Big. A little rough. A little rough. And They're medium to big. Was everybody behaving this week? Yes. Really? You, yeah. said, you answered that fast. I'm a little surprised.
3: Eh. And this – you know, scenario and setting of South Kitchen experience. Most people are yeah. well-behaved. Well, here, yes,
0: yes. At South Kitchen, very refined establishment, uh, which is why we don't, uh, we, we don't condone heavily drinking wild turkey one-on-one while you're... Uh, well, that's
3: why I don't carry it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have it behind the bar. I don't even have it behind the bar.
0: Would you say that during the course of a week, the more drama you have comes from the employee side? Or, or your history of bartending, because I know here you don't have drama, but in your history of bartending and working in the service industry, is the drama come from the bartenders and the waitress staff, or does it come from the customers?
3: That is mm. a tricky question.: yeah. I think in uh, my sports bar and nightclub career, it came from the customers. patrons patrons, and uh, from, you know, restaurants and country clubs, it came from staff.
2: Oh, ah, OK. all
3: right. So I think it depends on the setting. High volume places, it's always the patrons. If you're in there power drinking. Oh, yeah. You get in there, there's like 50. And, and okay. if you employ bouncers, yeah, the, uh, the drama comes from okay. drunken patrons. I can see that. I, I don't know, Alan.
2: I feel like Alan
0: would have been a good bouncer because of his size and intimidation factor. You probably never were a bouncer. So, I'll
2: tell you a, a quick story about that. I think Ray? you could
0: have been a bouncer. Yeah, you could have been. I'm, I'm too nice. Hamilton, not so much. No,
2: what well, year was it? What year he was gets it?
0: angry, a little fellow. He yeah. gets angry. Those little guys are scrappy. I'm too nice, man. I,
2: I, I'm what year was it we had the Super Bowl here?
0: 97. Mm, Is oh no, it was oh, o- seven. somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe. Um,
2: anyway, I-, I could look it up. Anyway, okay. I was recruited. I didn't do it, but I was recruited to bounce at a couple of those private parties that some of the celebrities Ooh. threw. Did you do it? No, I did not. Oh, Alan. No. Um, well, I been used good to know. It. I used to know a guy that had, He was hooked up with a bunch of the entertainment industry in Jacksonville, and. And he called me and wanted to know if I'd come up there and bounce. And I, I said, man, I have never done anything like that in my life, and I'll probably go to jail. So I think it's a bad idea. And he said, well, if you think that way, you're probably right. So, what, so
3: as So, as was 05, the Super Bowl. 05. Sounds I said right. 97. Patriots defeated the Eagles 24 to 21. Yep. Could not have told you.
0: I actually was living in Miami at the time, so you we thought about – You were four years old? Yeah, was – no, I'm just a couple years, decades younger than you, Alan. So, exactly. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, how, how do how do bouncers uh, get, oh, like, how do they get away with some of their stuff? Is it cops usually kind of have the bouncers back when they get there and there's an altercation?
1: Yes. I'm asking you, Gray. Like, yes. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like, yeah, the bouncer's the only sober one in the room, perhaps. So like, <laughs> if he, always. If he just threw some dude on his face and tasted some concrete out there. It happens. The cop's going to take the, bar- he the and bouncer. He tripped himself. Yeah. You know. He tripped
3: himself. Yeah. Yeah
1: don't you hate when that happens?
3: Sometimes. So we're know, talking. You, you got to open the door somehow. We're, we're talking Wild Turkey
0: 101, 101 proof is why it's called that. And I just, for some reason on my head, I got in my head um, hunting stories and bar fights. I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I can tell you that um, I just feel like this is an old school bourbon for old school bourbon drinkers that like whiskey and uh, spit on concrete and perhaps... Yeah. Perhaps throw some beans every now and again. Yeah. I don't
2: know. One of those bars that we went to when, uh, Down during Ocala a camping trip.
0: Camping, right. we always try and find the biggest hole in the wall we we could we could find yeah. And, yeah. and see yeah. if we can get kicked out of there it. There was
2: one. There was one grave we went to that uh, <laughs> we found. That we parked. We you could tell this place was not a good place to go. But Kelly, you know, let's go. Yeah. We got to so get we in we there. Parked. First thing we see when we get out of the car is broken glass and blood. blood. in the parking. Oh, perfect. Fresh blood. So ah, it, wouldn't, it, a good it place wasn't. It
0: wasn't wet, but it wasn't dry.
2: <laughs> the carpet, I remember walking in, and the carpet was squishy like it was wet. Right. Like it was, yeah. Uh, I remember that. Remember
0: anyway, the guy the giant? He had a giant tumor on the side of his head. A goiter on his neck. Big he had a on his, of his head and neck. What is that? guy guy's doing? We found some good hole-in-the-walls, Great. That that sounds like You're like going to have to go with us, man. I've, I've worked in some holes. Hole in the walls The goal is we do reverse Yelp. You <laughs> find a bar, and if it's got more than two stars, you can't go there. Right. you got to find something that's got point-negative stars. We found one
2: called the Bloody Bucket. <laughs> the Bloody
0: Bucket.
1: <laughs> Bloody bucket in Georgia.
2: So we are talking uh, wild turkey one hundred and one, which originates in Lawrenceburg, uh, Kentucky, at Wild Turkey Distilling. It's one hundred and one proof, one hundred and one proof, fifty point five percent alcohol by volume. It's aged a minimum five years. Really, and I'll get into that. I got some notes on that, in a, in a in a little bit we'll talk about it. And the price points right around twenty five bucks. So, uh, well,
0: so uh, interesting. Get in Just, there. So, Alan, you said fifteen at the start, and I. I think I paid 22 for this. but it's No, no, I was but,
2: asking. I thought 15 I, I, Well, but then I
0: looked, and it's anywhere from like 18 to, to like 28 I, I don't know why. It's uh, all over the place. Why huh? would it? Because usually when we find something, and I'm going to pour my first glass here, I had a little bit of water because I'm well, scared.
2: Well, the price of bourbon has gone up, I believe, in the last few years. But usually I can find it. Because more, of the bourbon chronicles.
0: Because of us. You're welcome, bourbon, um, for the
3: wide price range yeah. that you can take advantage of now. And it's only a seven fifty bottle instead of a one liter.
0: Uh, I'm yeah. not
3: Canadian, Gray. What does that mean? It's just a
0: smaller size bottle. Yeah, mm. correct. Interesting. That's it's
3: not bad,
2: estate. man. I'm I'm enjoying it for
0: twenty two bucks. Twenty whatever I paid. Twenty two bucks. You told me
2: twenty five. Did I
0: say 25? So I that's 25. That's 25. So that twenty? twenty five for So that means
3: it'd be over thirty for a one liter. I think it was about that. Right. It was about that. It's always an eight to ten dollar difference. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I want to say 33, yes, is what I said. So, but uh, aged
3: five years.
0: Okay, there's stuff. So,
2: so I'll go ahead and tell you there are somewhat conflicting statements on wildturkeybourbon.com if you read it. Now, this may be me overanalyzing, but one statement says we never pour a drop of wild turkey until it's aged at least five years. Okay. Often six or eight or more. Wow. And then there's another statement on another page. That says, starting at two years, (laughs) we taste our bourbon annually until it's fully matured. Oh, they taste it. Now, that could be that they're not. But why do they start tasting it if they know they're not going to bottle it until after five years?
3: I think all distillers do that, though. A little sample here and there. Yeah, I know when I was in the Jack Daniels distillery, they start tasting their barrels and everything. There is between four to seven years, but they start tasting to make sure it's at the right you know, because oh, they're, they're, just they're, blend, they're be blending barrels, so they know what they want it to taste like.
0: Yeah. Like, if you had a particularly hot summer or spring right, or, or cold winter, winter, winter. Yeah. the the movement of the, uh, the, of expansion the bourbon and contraction. in and out of the barrel might be different. So, I guess they're trying to figure out if they should make this barrel go with these other 10 you know a thousand it's, barrels, it's or whatever. barrels
3: it's not a single barrel correct you know yeah. bottling so they're taking you know 500 barrels at a time but it,
2: the one says until it's aged at least 5 years oh, that's pretty the impressive other, the other statement says we start tasting it 2 years which i know it says tasting but why my question was why do they start tasting it at 2 years when they know they're not going to pull it out of the barrel until 5
3: just uh, give them an excuse to start drinking. That's what I said. How to blend it. Or that. Alan, that's the job you need to get, man.
2: Nope. I would be such a mess. You'd be
0: so, you'd be a workaholic. I would be a... Yes. Something-a-holic. Maybe.
2: A lot of holics.
0: You'd be working. So many so, holics. So why... Okay, so I took my first sip, and uh, for 101 proof, I don't find that it's like ab- obnoxiously... Uh, no. It's not um, a heavy burn. Not heavy. at all.
2: It's got a, a long finish. It, it sits on the tongue for a little while. It. it okay. It burns the hair off your tongue. But do you
3: you taste cherry in it, is my question, because we actually used to mix it with Dr. Pepper.
2: Ooh.
0: Man. uh, Okay, so Dr. Pepper. Can you mix anything else, Gray, with Dr. Pepper? You're the master bartender here. You can mix
3: anything with Dr.
0: Pepper. Can you? I use it as a um, barbecue uh,
3: marinade. Absolutely. It's
0: got 23
3: flavors in it. We we (laughs) would mix. (laughs) It goes with everything. Dr. Pepper ad. ad. We would mix
2: Southern Comfort and Dr. Pepper. Absolutely. And and, and call it sweet tea. Yeah. And it was, it, I didn't like it. It was too sweet. That's uh, dangerous.
0: But, well, yeah, Southern yeah. Comfort is dangerous. way too sweet. Yeah, it's like a liqueur, isn't it? So, what it's, is Southern Comfort? It's not a whiskey, is it? What is it? It's definitely not a bourbon.
3: It's a cherry whiskey. I mean,
0: cherry whiskey. Uh, that was the first whatever you, whiskey right. I ever drank. And for some reason, at one point,
3: it was a bad impersonation of moonshine that. I, uh, you know, became popular. <gasps> that,
0: that was God. the first stuff I was proud to drink. Like, I was like, I'm drinking Slow Comfort because I oh, was an idiot. Horrible.
2: It was, first stuff I ever got sick but off now, of. But now,
0: <laughs> yes, now <laughs> if, if I smell it, I get mouth sweats. I get the immediate mm-hmm. mouth sweats. Yeah, I don't carry that either. And I think, yeah, don't blame me. I think, I think what I see a lot on social media posts and stuff is that Wild Turkey, people going to drink Wild Turkey one on one and get crazy tonight and go up. Because the- I think they, t- they carry that preconceived notion right to the watering hole with them that they're going to be crazy tonight because they're drinking wild turkey one-on-one.
3: Well, I mean, higher, so, higher proof bourbons do do that to you at times.
0: Yeah, uh, but. You find but yourself
2: you, on top of a barn somewhere. And I get, also. Right. And exactly. Get, getting ready to jump off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: top of the bar. So Or you get in you getting bar fights. Like, I used to have to stop my college roommate from, from, well, not him getting into him, but people starting ones with him because he was a giant. He was about 6'5", 300 pounds, all played offensive line. And. For some reason, every time we'd go out, people messing with him. I had no idea what that was all about because that meant they had a death wish.
1: Boy, the dude, the the dude
0: was a boxer. He had 18-inch arms. His arms as big as my legs, and, That's crazy. and people would mess with the guy. So, I, so I didn't get in bar fights. Alan, you didn't either. I know you didn't. Nope. I'm not even gonna ask you. Nope. Gray, you've ever, ever seen seen to a bar fight? Been in bar fights?
3: I've seen my fair share I of bar fights. Were. How
0: long have you been bartending?
3: Twenty years.
0: Yeah, you. Oh plenty. yeah, you've seen. So. You've seen plenty.
3: I, I did have the unfortunate uh, incident of being involved in breaking up a bar fight uh, back in 2001 at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Bay Meadows Road. Oh, my word. It was the uh, Baltimore Ravens versus Oakland Raiders playoff game. Yeah. And it was uh, – things got out of control, and it turned into a giant uh, melee. Oof. Glassware being thrown. What? Oof. I go to break and it up. And a Buffalo Wild Wings. And a Buffalo Wild Wings. I go to break up the fight. Uh, And uh, all of a sudden, I felt this sharp pain in my chest. And somebody had taken a broken beer bottle and stabbed me. Yikes. Yikes. Yep.
0: So, like, in you. Yeah, in
3: Yep, got the scar to prove it. So he got stabbed
0: by a beer bottle. So like one of those things where they like in the movies they smash the bottle yeah, on the end of the table. They and might
3: that, have picked it up off the floor. I don't know.
0: Then they got the hand, they got the neck as the handle, yep. and then a jagged edge. And they just I don't
2: imagine he saw it, Kelly. I imagine if he saw that happening, he probably would way. I'm went the playing, other playing one. the movie
0: in my mind now. I've got to hear, I got to see it in my head. If first. I see a guy so, breaking a beer bottle yeah. and
2: coming after me, I'm going the other direction. I was just trying me.
3: to clear the pile out. Of course, when I felt this. I've always Man.
0: heard that getting stabbed. Every time I've ever been stabbed, um, it's it's it, <laughs> no. It, 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 so uh, first of all, great, you're our first guest that's ever been stabbed. So congratulations, Perfect. congratulations. It you You are officially a good buddy of the show now. You're the stabbed. This is a good, Bourbon
2: Chronicles first. Good yes. <laughs> so, Bourbon Chronicles so when first you stabbing. get,
0: stabbed, I've heard that when you get stabbed, once you get past the the, the initial skin meat, right? That you don't really. It's like oh, something's hot and warm, and yeah. there's just blood coming out because there's like.
3: I think is that the, really what it's like? No, I think the was, adrenaline was just pumping so much yeah? because I was already involved in breaking this fight up. It was like ten on ten. It was bad. Oh my god! And uh,
0: and you stopped all those guys? What are you, no, I,
3: I had other people there. You know, okay, we, right. we had like the kitchen was coming out. You know, helping. That's it, not that's it was not bad. a bar fight. That, that's it a, was a melee. That's a war. And uh, melee. So I did not go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> of course the not. Right? Person that hit me with said beer bottle, he went to the hospital oh, um, oh okay. So, as the
0: result of retribution.
3: Yes. retribution happened. And I now see. back I in, see. you know, oh, one time, like in today's day and age, if you stab me and I, you know, physically uh, hit you back and break something, I get sued. Yeah, that wasn't the case 15 years ago.
2: If you stab me with something right now, I'm probably going to ball up and cry. Mm. Yeah, but while, you know, first.
3: suing wasn't such a big thing as it is now. You think so? I don't think so. I mean, I no. The cop said, "What happened to him?" I said, "Well, he stabbed." He me. fell into my fist. Well, right. He goes, times. "How many times did you hit that guy?" I'm like, "I don't know. I got stabbed. I yeah. reacted." And the cop's yeah. like, yeah. "Okay, cool." Huh. Yeah. And off he went.
0: <laughs> well, you were the sober one. You were the you were the guy. I was in not charge. by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, I
3: actually healed my wounds with wild turkey. Believe it or not.
1: That's, what? That's, that's a man that's, right that's there. That's what bartender. He poured wait, wild wait, turkey wait, wait, on wait, it wait, wait, wait. Super set glue. It wait, fire.
3: Super glue. <laughs> it was super glue and wild turkey. And wild turkey. Yeah. Super. Glue so super glue is and wild a guitar turkey.
2: player's best friend. I can tell you right now because when you start playing guitar, you get those cuts on your fingertips. Put a little super glue or a surgeon done.
0: or a bartender or a bouncer. Or a bouncer. Because apparently you can throw <laughs> some
2: super glue. Yeah. Super Glue and you Wild Turkey 101 yeah. is you a brain surgeon's best friend.
0: What, did the, what did the Wild Turkey, turkey do? You, was, oh, I was, was drinking it, it?
3: it. This was when I was still drinking. Right, so you so. drank it, and you did you pour Did you pour like the movies I no, did? No, pour it? Super Glue. The Super Glue yeah. has, uh, will you disinfect gun powder, gun powder. Gun powder and, powder and, and light it on, on fire. fire. Lit it on fire and then pour a little Wild Turkey on it. Yeah, he was good to go. Not scared back then. <laughs> Tell you what. Not scared at all. This is a good segue
0: into our first song. Which, if you're on the radio, you're going to listen to. It's Waddy Morgan in the 78s called Bad News. If you're on our podcast, you can't hear it, but you can go to our Spotify and our playlist there will have it. But uh, here's, uh, here's old Gray Miller's theme song.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS 103.9 FM in St. Augustine. We're 95.5 FM in Nocatee and Ponte Vedra. We're here at South Kitchen and Spirits with the one and only Gray Miller. Gray Miller. Gray Miller right here in Nocatee where the happiest hour on the planet lives. Three to six weekdays, half off everything at the bar and on the appetizer I mirror, like menu. I like it. Can you believe that? I like it. That's three hours. That's not a happy hour. That's why oh, well, we hours. keep
0: it. We keep call it, for the whole time we've been doing this show up here. We've been calling it the happiest hour, but it's actually three hours. The happiest yeah. hours. and it's it's
2: a, and I have weekdays on here. How come I have weekdays? It's on all us? the days. It's every day,
0: seven
3: days all a week. All the days,
2: seven days a week, three to six. The happiest hours on the planet. And hey, also, if you're listening via radio, you're missing out on our final segment. We call it the Bourbon Chronicles Last Call. So. Go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or any of the the, uh, podcast apps that you like to use. Alan, what is Stitcher? I don't know, but it has our podcast on
1: it.
0: You need to to stick around for uh, the last call because what Alan doesn't know is I'm going to quiz him. Um, I'm gonna give him a quiz during the last call. Jeopardy? Do I have to
2: answer with a question?
0: You got to answer whatever I ask you. You got to answer. If you show up for the last call, it might just mean being Grace sitting here because I don't to tail it.
2: What is the Jacksonville jumbo shrimp?
0: What is our? I was telling Gray earlier. Earlier, the
2: Jacksonville jumbo shrimp made Jeopardy. They had a question on Jeopardy. I can't remember. It was like uh, what uh, shellfish baseball team (laughs) is. I don't know what the question was. What a great, what a great the name question for us! Was the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp.
0: I, I love our baseball team. If you could live in a city with a major league ball team or a minor league ball team, like ours is, ours is good. Every Man. year they're in the playoffs. Every every game almost is a sellout. Yeah, a small, a small stadium, but nonetheless, if, when you go, it's a good time. Dollar beers on. Would Thursdays. you rather go to? A, would you rather live in Atlanta with? the Braves, or a smaller market like Jacksonville with the Jumbo By far
2: and away a smaller market. I I couldn't live in Atlanta anyway. I love Atlanta, but I could not live there. I'm not a fan of Atlanta. I can't. The traffic, I would literally be in jail. People aren't
0: (laughs) nice in Atlanta, and it's a southern city.
2: No, they're not from the south. Most people in Atlanta are not from – it's like Jacksonville. It's a transient city. Hey, you know what this is?
0: This is a good segue into our top five this week, Alan. Ooh. Top five five cities you've ever visited – not lived in.
2: How, how much is that wild turkey have you had? Visits. We're, oh yeah, we're sipping visits. on
0: we're sipping on uh, on WWF um,
2: Wild Turkey one oh
0: one. Stab you in the chest with a broken beer bottle, Wild Turkey one oh one. We're gonna finish
2: this bottle hey and break be, it and we're uh, gonna stab Grey right in the chest with
0: it. It is a very mild uh, one. It's not. very mild, uh, Hundred and One Proof. I think it's great. Yeah, really, I really enjoyed I'm, it. I expected a lot more uh, punch in my in my face than this. I, is, I, I this can tell bigger. you this:
2: it's not, it's not, it's definitely not as strong as I thought it would be. And so, what do you think about the flavor? Dangerous.
0: What do you think about the flavor? Oh, it's great. Does it bring a lot of? Does it does. To me, it does bring a lot of flavor. I get a lot of whiskey taste, but I don't have a lot of oak char, depth. like vanilla. You know how they talk about vanillins that comes in and out of the. Way? I don't get a lot of the depth. You just said that, right? Yes. See. <laughs> See, this is why Gray's good. You're so concise <laughs> and direct and to the point. Yes. Gray, Don't, don't want, just because words. you're so concise, can you, can you rattle off five cities that you absolutely love visiting?
3: I do. Um, so Let's starting see. at number five, mm. Tampa, St. Pete. What? Mm. I just enjoy yeah. the scene down there. Well, Tampa
0: and St. Pete, are two, that's two different cities. I think
3: they're like right next to each other. They
0: are local. I mean, like, to each other. Yeah, but no, I fun. think
3: they're pretty close. Like.
0: That's like saying Jack's Beach and,
3: and St. Augustine. They're 20 miles this apart, one. but they're kind of I mean, different. You could say Nocturne and St. Augustine. You could. That's close enough. It's almost the same county. I yeah, think.
2: no, I'm with him. The area is really cool. Here's
0: though. why I say that, because I like St. Pete. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like Tampa.
3: No? No, Not the the Tampa fan. I think Tampa is solely included in it because of the hard rock. Mm. And so I can mm. All gamble. Right. You can gamble at one, and All then right. enjoy the nightlife and the food scene of the other. Okay,
0: the
2: fishing down there is incredible. I'll, I'll give that to you. yeah.
0: The Gulf is beautiful. All right, that's number five. We'll that's make number it five. We'll have make-
3: at least have to throw a little love to you know the Florida. Florida. Ooh. Um. Dang it. Number four is Livermore, uh, Livermore, California. Livermore. Right Who's outside. That? It's right outside of Oakland. My huh. uncle used to live there, so
0: never even heard of it.
3: If uh. Even though it's the Bourbon Chronicles, but, you know, if somebody drinks wine, Winty Vineyards is from there, but there's a golf course built through the vineyard. Huh. And it's absolutely gorgeous. So it's huh. not all the hustle and bustle of San Francisco and, you know, stuff of, you know, Oakland. It's like way more laid back, population like maybe 400,000 people. Right. And it's just beautiful. Now, I've been and to San like,
2: Francisco and Oakland, and I loved it. I, I, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Never been, heard of Livermore. Yep. Beautiful,
3: beautiful we'll to golf go look courses. Up Livermore. Livermore. Um, and number three is Vegas. Okay. Love Still Vegas. Still not been to Vegas. So a great place to ne- visit. Yes, visit.
0: Could you live in Vegas? No, no. I would no. be broke living on the streets. I'd be out of my mind. It's no. so alive in that place. <laughs> yeah, I, I go like, to
3: bed real early. I
0: find Jacksonville exciting. I can't I even imagine. <laughs> Vegas.
3: So number, lose th- my mind. number two is Asheville. Oh, nice. not Nashville. Asheville. No Asheville. Asheville, Asheville yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina, beautiful yeah. city. Biltmore you know. Yeah. Great great food, you know. I, I travel to eat. I haven't done mind. Asheville a
0: lot of as an do. adult. I haven't done Asheville as, as an adult. Yeah. So to your point being able to have a good cocktail and a good meal. Oh, absolutely. Go there. And right. then
3: number 1 and it's just I think cuz I do it every year and it's been it was the first trip I went on with my girlfriend and but mm-hmm. Charleston. Yeah. I love going to Charleston. Oh, man. We we both do and it's it, got the historic side and you know you can just have the peace Dang and quiet or you can get in the hustle and bustle of you know the nightlife down there but Dang all the it. all the food is great and I've gotten to meet so many owners of restaurants and everything there yeah. and like
0: Charleston is on my top 5 and I didn't put it on my top 5 today.
3: I Oh well, you didn't I really. didn't and my you man, know how much I love Charleston And I'm lucky cuz I've been in this industry so long that uh-huh. I like literally can send emails as I'm going to these cities like uh, hey I'm going to be up this weekend where do I go No it's like oh. I know where I'm going because I know the owners, yeah. and I know where I'm going to get, you know, hooked up at. You're so I the- eat at some pretty, really good establishments, you know, at a, yes. at a good discounted fair.
0: And there's a bunch. There is. In Charleston. I feel like St. Augustine is kind of building itself to be, St. Nocte area, it's kind of building itself to be like a baby Charleston <laughs> with all the, some good restaurants moving in, some good local yeah. stuff going.
3: Very baby. But very. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: Baby. JV, junior varsity.
3: Oh, big time. I don't see a. Louis Actually, Bouton we're probably a junior really varsity going.
0: Savannah. Savannah's probably junior varsity. I'm
3: not a fan of Savannah, though. Yeah. Savannah was cool when I was young. Dirty. Yeah. When I was younger, Savannah was awesome. I feel like it's dirty. I think Charleston's the adult, mature version of what favorite Savannah. what Savannah wants to be.
0: Favorite place to eat in Charleston?
3: Hall's Chop House.
0: Hall. I haven't been to Hall's. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did go to Hall's. Two story we, old oh.
3: school steakhouse. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then we left Hall's. We went in halls and then left halls. That's oh. another story for another show. Okay. It was a bar fight? <laughs> well, not really. Nope. <laughs> Did you not have reservations? No, we uh, we just uh, we had overindulged during the day and and it wasn't yes. it wasn't time to, to to be there. It was time to go somewhere else.
1: <laughs> the owner would have loved somewhere. you. He would have been like, "Just <laughs> two shots of Fireball." <laughs> so I asked
0: you that because I was because uh, I like Husk a lot and I like the uh, the fat fat hen. Yeah, yeah. fat yep. hen. Those
3: places are. Literal. I mean, I like going over to. How did I put Charleston on my list. I love going over to North Charleston to uh, the Tattooed Moose to get uh, duck fat fries and their duck club. I haven't been there yet. Oh, uh, dude, gotta mm. check it out. You could go to
0: Charleston fifteen times and never
3: eat at no. this, the same place. Not even close. Twice. No, never. Great yeah. oysters. It's a good list, man. Like everything, darlings domestic. and pearls.
2: Yeah, yeah, we had oysters. So we go to. Charleston. I've never traveled out of country
3: except for like a cruise to the Bahamas or anything like that. Never been out of country. Hmm. Great! Don't even have a passport. You,
0: I will tell you, as an old bumpkin from the west side of Jacksonville, you should because you're an intelligent man and you like food and flavor, man. There's some cities. Oh yeah, you absolutely got a hit. I'm, when I did it, I was shocked I'd even.
3: Italy and Greece is number one on that list. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Alan, you wanna go next? You wanna flip so the coin? I'll
2: say you mine, were in
0: the Navy. So
2: yeah, my top five is uh, mixed up. So my number five is Hong Kong. So Hong Kong was really cool because it's a it was a great mix of the modern and the ancient. Right. And I was too young when I was there to appreciate food, but we walked around and looked at everything. Went into old ancient temples and up these huge high rises. Saw parades where they were dancing around with the, uh, the dragon uh, outfits. It was really cool. Hong Kong was nice. a great city. And it's kind of, I've never been to New York or Manhattan, but I can imagine Manhattan being a little bit like Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, up all night. It was busy 24 hours a day. Right. Seven days a week. Yep. So number two would be. Uh, number two is going to be Denver. I'm sorry. Number four would four. be Denver. Denver. And I just like Denver. Beautiful out there. Because of the mountains. Yep. I love the city of Denver. I enjoyed it. But I like the fact that it's really close to the Rocky Mountains. And there's nothing like it. Uh, number three, I'll say uh, Guam. Okay, Navy. which is not really a city; it's an island, and there are a few little towns or, or right. villages. So there's not really a city, but it's it's awesome. You get the small town feel, and everybody knows everybody, and it was was uh, it like
0: good food or good app just like what's the
2: what's so I tell you I tell you Guam. one of the neat things about about Guam yeah. is the locals on the weekends they would have uh, fiestas. And we would go, and they, you wouldn't know anybody. Right. But when you show up... You're like family. You're like family. Yeah. And you eat all day, and you dance all day, and drink all day. And it's it was a lot of fun. That's like I our loved, neighborhood, Alan. I love Guam. There was lots of places to scuba dive and snorkel. And, it's like um, a paradise. It's, uh, the fishing was... You're right on the edge of the Marianas Trench. Yeah. So the the water was gorgeous. There's a
0: Navy base there, so is that how you spend yeah, time? Yeah, Navy base, an Air yeah. Force
2: base, uh, um, and a... I want to say there was an Army base. I don't remember. Anyway, so that was number three. Number two is going to be Charleston. Dang it. And we go there once a year. I agree with you. I agree with you. We go there once a year, and we go eat and, yep. and um, visit with Allison's family and yeah. hang out. And uh, uh, Allison's uncle and I usually sneak out for an afternoon, and we go get oysters and beer. Mm. and where do you get oysters at we go to different places he knows all the places up there i can't remember the names of them but uh he we go wherever he takes us
0: hey visit com. you should look out to us and be a sponsor on our show yes yeah, Charleston.
2: Charleston. <laughs> and then my number one is uh i'm kind of like gray here i got a I i had to add a little florida and mine is going to be marathon key because I just absolutely yeah, you're
0: a keys guy. Love the keys. I do too, man. And I God, don't care about. Me. I don't
2: care about Key West. I'm not the nightlife guy. But yeah, marathon. Well, you're a boat guy. You're you're a boat guy. Is you can just get anywhere by boat, and there they have a place down there called the Cracked Conk Cafe. Mm. If you've never had Cracked Conk, you're missing out.
0: Say that five times fast. Don't and don't, all day don't.
2: long, all you hear is the guy in the kitchen. Banging the conk, conk with a hammer. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, the Keys, well. the
0: Keys, legit. I mean, there's like four cities, I agree with you. Like, Key West, you can I can take or leave it. I went and had some good times yeah. there after college, but the Middle Keys, man, if, especially if you had a boat. Yeah. That it, is, yeah. There's nothing greater than getting up at the, at dawn, going and doing your activity, whether it's lobster or fishing, and then coming in and then having grill, having a beverage, some rum. Yeah. Some fruity Fresh drink. Fish. Everybody's got a fruity drink. It's okay to have a fruity drink there, right?
2: Yeah, it's okay to have a fruity drink. Yeah. <laughs> I like having a little it, fruity cocktail. Your, you can put an umbrella in your drink. Yeah, keys. Everybody does. It's okay. So it's okay. It's Man,
0: okay. I, I, Alan, that's a good list. Have a margarita. I, 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 I'm they call it Margaritaville
2: for nothing. They don't <laughs> call it that for nothing.
0: I'm sad now. Why not have Because well, I don't have Charleston, and that's definitely in. But that's okay. This is what we did these lists for. That's why we do them. Mm. That's why we do them. My number five is Chicago. I love Chicago. Um I've never been. Um, so, I, that,
2: those two, the, Chicago and Nashville are my two. I've never been to one, Nashville. Number one or number two cities that I have not I tr- been to that two, I have to go.
0: Two weeks ago, traveled through, but blew through, had to go to Knoxville. Chicago
2: so, has a great blues scene, and I just it really does. want to go up I've there. I've been to
0: Chicago a number of times, and I just love the atmosphere. Anytime I go, I try and go. If I've been, I've been lucky enough to go in the summer, and I go to a Cubs game. Because that is one of the coolest. That is that is.
2: That's another thing I want to see. Sports
0: Mecca is going to see Wrigley Field, especially on like a Sunday afternoon day game. Go that. Go do that. What about uh, the
2: Jumbo Shrimp Field? It's a very honestly. It's, it's almost a, it's
0: a very similar field, just times ten.
2: Oh, okay. I was going to say this. It feels like Wrigley's almost as nice as the Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> almost
0: no. So so you've been to a number of uh, Jumbo minor league games, ball yeah. games. When in you go to parks, Wrigley yeah. because it's in the middle of like a neighborhood, you kind of feel like it's like minor league, but it's a big park. And then you get there and you realize it's a sellout. The whole place like the whole place smells like hot dogs and onions and beer. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, number four, because it was so unique to me, was the first time I ever traveled out of the country. Gray, this is why I say was Geneva, Switzerland. Okay, and it's not because why well, you think. Um, it's because um, I was told. Uh, we went there, and we hit a couple uh, restaurants and bars as we were going out. Uh, first of all, there's a big lake, Lake right. Geneva. And in the middle of that, there's the jet d'Eau, Right? You know what that is? That's fancy. Very set. The jet d'Eau. What you just like, call me? What is that? <laughs> and I was like, so they speak, uh, they, uh, they, they, most people there speak French. I was like, what is the jet This so fancy. And it's a big fountain in the middle. And it, shoots, it shoots actually 400 feet in the sky. Hmm. 400 feet. So it's pretty awe inspiring. Like, it's a bidet. That? It's a giant, it's God's bidet. It's That's a That's exactly bidet. what it is. <laughs> and so giant. I asked this French guy, I said, what does jet do? I mean? He goes, jet, which is J E T, which means jet. Right. Uh, de, which is of. And then e, uh, which is water. Huh. So it's jet of jet water. Jet of water. So French, the French guys know how to take something called jet of water and go jet de, and make it fancy. Anyway, um, and then we go to some really old, I mean, some of the oldest places on earth, one of the oldest churches that was built in 400 A.D., walking around, and then I walk next to it, and there's a pub, and the pub was built in 402 A.D., like whatever. Oh. Like, and so there's, but then at 8 o'clock, there's nothing left but you, American, big, stinky, smelly American, and a bunch of Australian guys. And I'm like, well, Australian Navy. That? and I guess. And he says, I said, where did everybody go? And he said, "Oh, right, mate, when the Swiss go home, the Swiss go home. They, just, <laughs> they don't want to stay out and party. So you own the town. Everything's open. Food was great. Um, what, what is it where you stick the, you're sticking the cheese? And fondue. fondue. Fondue, man. Like fondue, crazy Gruyere cheese, which smells terrible, but tastes great. I enjoyed Geneva, Switzerland. All right. Uh, London, England. London, England was fantastic. Um, if you want to go have a pint. And hang out with some buddies that you never met before. You go to London, and you eat some Guinness meat pies.
2: That's the only Hong Kong. One. Man, that's so
0: great. That's great. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna put two in my number. So I have a tie for number two because it's kind of the same city. Um, but Portland and Seattle—they're kind of interchangeable. But I love the Pacific Northwest. I love weird. I haven't been to Austin yet, so I want to go to Austin. Um, but Portland and Seattle both have a good food scene. They have a beautiful scenery. And uh, relatively nice people, right? Relatively nice people. Where do you go, like you know, you're not traveling, you know. um in see them. They're not New York. New York. New York wasn't on anybody's list here, by the way.
2: I've never been. I don't have any plans to go.
0: It's a cool city, man. It's cool. You need to go. I used to
2: tell people I've never lost anything. In new York. I don't have any business looking for anything in New York.
0: <laughs> you would enjoy it. It's pretty impressive. But it so number one is a new number one for me, and that's 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 I scratched it in because you wrote Hong Kong. I admittedly changed mine, and that's Tokyo. Ooh.
1: Oh,
2: okay.
0: Tokyo, because I just went a year and a half ago, and it blew my mind. I never
2: – That's another up-all-night up all city. That's
3: like the New York of Japan. I've,
0: But times ten. Oh, it, yeah. it is Manhattan times ten, and I will tell you that it's the – what I – my experience was the nicest, most accommodating, and strange group of people that I've ever seen. Like, they would – anything you needed. But the food was fantastic. There's stuff everywhere. There's, like, sections of the city. Right. This is one place. Um, I think it's in Shimbashi. It's called the Golden Guy. Um, not G-U-Y, but G-A-I or something like that. And what it is, it's an alleyway, six or eight alleyways of uh, ten-seat bars. And there's yeah. hundreds of them. Hundreds. And they're, like, little clubs. Some of them are private. You have to be a member to get into. Some of them are just open to whatever. And they're all kind of themed. Right. So when you go out, you hit the golden guy, and you just kind of pop in all these little... And one guy's in there cooking octopus, and he's got, like, whiskeys that like, come in. And then you go in, and you pull a curtain back, and you go sit and eat. But but that's just one little section. Right. There's, like, 50 more sections like that. It's crazy. Tokyo blew my mind. My, my statement on Tokyo was, I never had any Far East places on my bucket list, and all Tokyo did was make me change my entire bucket list for travel. Hmm. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. So... For your first out of the country travel, I recommend you go as far as you can go. Right, go to Tokyo, man. Especially being a bartender. Oh yeah, you go get some of that whiskey out there. (laughs) It's good, man. Do you like Japanese whiskey? I do. I've had uh, Hibiki and I've had um, the Yamazaki. I've had Yamazaki Twelve, which is the first time I had it. I wasn't really a bourbon drinker yet, but I was having. um, I like Scotch, and I was shocked. And I wanted you a scotch. I was upset because I'm like, how are they so much better at this <laughs> than we are? Because this is really good. Right. Really good. But anyway. the thing
2: but, I've, I've come to learn or come to the, the decision I have finally made about Japanese whiskey is it's almost too smooth. Mm. It's so smooth. It's almost like drinking flat Coke. Interesting. It's,
3: it's that smooth. There is not a lot of burn to most Zero of it. Zero burn. Yeah. No. But I don't it's know, made like scotch. Like they you know well, yeah. you know Japan's the number one importer of scotch in the world. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it used to be bourbon. Nah, it's always been scotch they No, are, but no I'm
0: saying they used to be the number one importer of right. the, a, like a, bourbon. bourbon. Yeah, in the bourbon category Japan used right. to cuz they bought all Buff or, uh, uh, Four Roses. Yeah. Right? But yeah, yeah. I used
2: to I used to go to a bar right off the uh, right outside of the base in in Yakuza. It was my favorite little bar. I can't remember the name of it, but the two Mama Sons that owned it. <laughs> I, had a, I had a little black market. I would take a bottle or two of scotch in there and, uh, and sell it to them. For, they'd give me three times what I paid
3: for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but that's why all their whiskey tastes like peat. They import peat and make their whiskeys. It is yeah. the
0: most rule-following place I've ever been. The Subway. It's so boring this no it's not that though man so it is so boring being all rule following no stuff. because you know why they're so Singapore's homogenized words. that when they go break loose they break loose right. When you go to a um uh what's the bar where you sit on the floor alan i can't think of the name of it uh the, I don't the know tommy rooms no i'll think of it you just go in and they just it's like all you do is they just bring appetizers out just plates and plates and plates and plates and beers and beers and beers and beers, and beers. And the next thing you know, it's 3 a.m. Right. And these guys get right back up and go to work Yeah. Well, the next day. Like, no big deal. The man, they cut loose. Yeah. Because they're so stiff for right. 90% of the Regimented. day. Yeah, man. The banana hammocks come out. and They're crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But it, 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 you, you need to go spend a week, at least maybe 10 days because the travel is so high. Alan, you sent me a song. And this is JJ. We're going to play this real quick. Take a quick break. Have some water. Um, JJ Kale. I never heard of the guy until I Googled him and found yeah. the music that we're going to play on the radio now. Um,
2: if you don't know who J.J. Kale is, you need to look him up.
0: I didn't. So he wrote stuff for Skinnered. Yeah, He wrote stuff for Waylon Jennings.
2: And A lot he, of stuff for Eric Clapton.
0: He wrote uh, this song called Don't Wait. If you're on uh, the radio, you'll hear it. If you're on our podcast, jump over to our Spotify playlist and you'll hear it because it's an awesome song. J.J. Kale, Don't Wait. welcome back to the bourbon chronicles here at south kitchen and spirits in nocatee florida you're listening to us on the radio we are on saint augustine um, 103.9 fm and in nocatee 95.5 fm nocatee Panavidra. we're sitting here with alan and gray we're sipping on wild turkey 101 tonight which um is surprisingly smooth um surprisingly inexpensive and surprisingly, I don't feel like getting in a bar fight.
2: So, I was, I was online. It lacks depth.
0: It <laughs> lacks depth. It so doesn't have a lot of d- I like that, Gray. That's a good description. And I'll add that to the. So, as you know, I'm on yeah. Twitter.
2: You and are on Twitter. I don't tweet a lot. You're very good at but it. But I do read a lot of tweets because I find a lot of people's tweets very entertaining. Tweets. Wild Turkey has a series of tweets they call um, Real Bourbon Cocktails for Real Life Moments. And. <laughs> I gotta tell you a few. I'm gonna read you three of them here. Mm-hmm. It's three three one of the three of my favorites. One is called the the, the, the cocktail is called the accidental reply all. It's wild <laughs> turkey and cola. Oops. Oops. The next one was called the For Sale Gym membership, never used. Bacon Fat Washed Wild Turkey One O One and Diet Cola. Then oh. there was one called the Some Sum Assembly Required, Wild Turkey One O One, Eggnog Cinnamon, <laughs> seventeen chocolate bells, and a hex key stirrer. That's the Christmas Eve That's the Christmas uh, some Eve. assembly required. That's the Christmas Eve. I got a, that sounds a delicious, uh, though. Ikea couch for Christmas. We huh? did that one year. We got the kids a uh, uh, IKEA Oof. uh what, what do you call the a futon, futon? For, their, for their playrooms. Remember they they that one time TV? you and I
0: put together a bar cart on my back porch for IKEA and it took us six hours and it's half a bottle. Six hours. Half a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, IKEA, for bringing me and Alan closer together.
3: Did Not it really. fall apart, or is it no, still standing? No, it's actually doing. It's, it's, all, it's doing all right. But it
2: makes us like each other. Me and, yeah. Alan, me and Alan had a good time. Boss well,
3: is more concerned that. about the cart getting put together uh, properly.
0: It's leaned up against the wall. Okay. It's all right. So it's if you had to submit, if you had to submit a cocktail to Wild Turkey One Hundred and One for your everyday life experiences, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. I'd have Zip, to think on that. Does, one. The zipper merge?
2: Yeah, maybe the zipper <laughs> merge.
0: Merge yeah. and merge. Learn how to merge, you idiot. Yeah. Cocktail. Great. Every what's day, what's day. the daily frustration you have working in the
3: service industry in a restaurant? Oh, my God. Learn how to
0: order. How many people?
3: Neediness. I am not a fan of either, like, if you're busy and somebody wants to wave at you to get your attention. Ooh. The lack of patience, I think, is mm. where it's. I've, so your cocktail yeah. would, would be have some patience? Have patience. Mine would it's probably be patience. named, like, morning dickhead. <laughs> like, from Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Yeah, that was no, just no. kind of be like
0: We can blub it out, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I was sipping on the wild turkey
2: when you said that. Now my throat burns. Ooh, Ooh. It's so hot.
0: It's so hot. Um, what about stepping on Lego? Stepping on a Lego would be a pretty good one. Stubbing yeah. the to toe. Yeah. What stubbing, about when you're stubbing to toe? What about you when you're in the middle of a meeting and your boss just decides uh, that uh, she gets a phone call and she just leaves? Yeah, that's bo- a good one. Hey, boss, where'd you go? Yeah. Cocktail.
2: Hopefully, nobody's boss is listening to this. Yeah. Who cares? So, Gray, I got some bad
3: news for you. Sure. uh Oh.
2: Your job is about to be automated. I didn't.
3: Okay. I robots. A, yeah, I've robots. seen that. They have it in Vegas. Robots robot,
2: are coming. Robot beer bartending. Yeah. Robot. So there are this self There is this self serve beer t- beer system, um, that is automated beer dispensing. Oh it's boy. called the Pour My Beer system. sells beer by the ounce using an RFID chip or card. Right. So you can either attach your credit card to the car to the to the thing and, and go up and and it pours your beer by this the is like ounce. Like a video game. Well, they have this. It's awesome. There's this God. wall of of, uh, of, of beer. beer, and you just go up and choose one. Yep. And you can pour yourself one ounce if you just want to taste it, or you can pour yourself. 16 ounces if you want. But they're
3: charging you for the 1 ounce, right? Oh yeah. So you can come here where there's real yeah. bartenders and want to taste a beer and we'll pour you an ounce and not charge you for it. See? I like you it. You see that? I like it. See? Not That's only Grace but is a business. And then they I won't have,
0: take over the world, the robots. The
3: I've robots. also been known to pour out small samples of Expensive whiskeys, too. Ooh. He has. He's done that for me a couple yes. times. Ooh.
2: Don't tell anybody, like, though. I'll be
0: doing But me. if I'm going to
3: make you – if you want to pay for a $140 whiskey, I'll give you a little nip. So,
2: now, I would say this. Well, yeah. I would say this, <laughs> I would say that this would be a great system in a really high-volume bar, like a giant sports, <laughs> like a sports bar type bar? place. bar? Hell yeah. Heck, you yes. Only, you, Heck yes. They say there are four, you, you get 45% more sales and 20% less overhead, and I can see that because
0: that he, means Brad and Chad are going to be up there sucking on the beer nozzles getting stupid. But if you're the and guy gotta, that owns the bar, you don't yeah, care. That's you're, true. I'm not going Brad, I'm not going to paying. that place. But if you're the guy
3: that so. owns the bar, you're so liable if they stumble out of your establishment and mm, kill somebody. Yeah, yeah so, they're, so because c- now you've got receipts. From well, you gotta have a bouncer.
2: You gotta have a bouncer like so, Kelly.
3: Yeah, me.
0: You gotta have a bouncer
2: like. Kelly. I'm not Kelly the one that like got stabbed in the
0: it chest it. and then drank wild turkey and sewed myself up with super glue. Somebody at this table was. You gotta I'm a man not, up,
3: man. I'm not naming names. You can't names, do that in this day and age. But it's Gray Miller. You know, it's a soft day and age. So, so, 2019 people are soft. Anyway, I thought the system looked
2: cool. I thought it looked like it was like no, a, it that, was like a video game and beer, mashed into one.
3: Well, they did that. John like Taffer did it on one of his, you know. Hmm. John Taffer, the one that did uh Bar Rescue. Oh, okay. oh the yeah, yeah. Big, okay, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. big guy with the. Right, right. So he's he's ball a jerk. Is he bald-headed? Yes. No, he's got hair. Not a lot. He's mm. a jerk. But they did that in one of the bars they remodeled. You scan a card, and the taps are right there on the table. Huh. And it fills you up. They when? saw bartenders pour the liquor.
2: That would not be healthy for me because I would not know when to stop.
3: <laughs> right.
0: When will we open up our bourbon on tap bar?
3: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: that would be a bad
0: Wild, wild Turkey hand 101 hand. on tap. Just slide mm. your card. You don't have to horrible. worry about it.
3: They have something like that in Vegas where like, you can pick a mojito and you'll actually watch the robotic a arm robot muddle naked. mint, add all the ingredients, shake, and then pour in a glass. And then well, you it still needs a person
0: to, to hand it, it and to you. hand it to you. That's a great, but to me, one of the greatest things about it, I kept coming and sit, you know, bellying up to a bar, is talking to the bartender. Usually. Like, I want a good story. I want to be told what I'm doing wrong in life. And that's where you get it. You get honest yeah. stories. Gray, you've probably, whether you know it or not, you've probably changed some people's lives.
3: Possibly. I mean,
0: for the bad. I didn't say for the better. And for the good. I just meant for, for you definitely changed that guy's life. you so, stabbed you in the chest with a bottle. Didn't yes. You, <laughs> you made a meat out of a straw for a week.
2: <laughs> maybe, question, maybe longer than that. <laughs> my question for Gray is do you have any Wild Turkey 101 cocktails? No. No, well, you I said don't. Dr.
3: Pepper. You said put it with Dr. Yeah. Pepper. When I was a kid, you mixed it with Dr. Pepper. Can you make Dr. Pepper bitters? I'm sure or I could. Simple syrup. I'm sure if simple I simple syrup, you can do a Dr. Pepper reduction. Ooh. Because there's sugars make? in it. Yeah.
0: You can yeah. you can uh, you can take that bottle and make, make you a cocktail.
3: Make us a cocktail with it. I you made can a habanero. Bring the, you can bring the bottle back, and I'll take care of everything else.
2: I made a habanero hot sauce with Dr. Pepper one time. Yeah. Just cooking the Dr. That's pepper down and versatile. Yeah. It was really good. You can braise pork in it. It's delicious. I do pork
0: butts in it. Man, it was one of the best pork butts I've done yet was Dr. Pepper. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, Oddities. Time for odd stories. Alan, if you're jogging through the woods um, and you hear a rustling behind you and you turn around and there's a mountain lion, what do you do?
2: Well, first of all, I'm not jogging through the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you are. If there's a mountain lion behind you. If I'm in the woods, I've got a gun. Yeah. Okay. No, if, I, if I'm in the woods and I run into something like that, I'm going to run until I run out of gas, and then I'm going to turn around. And he, uh, <laughs> Did you see this story? He's going to have the fight for right
0: of his life. Did <laughs> you see this story? No. So there was a guy jogging. I think it was in Utah. It was somewhere in the mountains, and he was, jo- he was a trail rider and, or trail jogger, and he heard rustling, and he turned around, and there was a young male uh, mountain lion stalking him. And he turned around, and it attacked him. He went and did the thing where he got big. It made noise, and, and it didn't care. It went at him, and they went at it. And it, there's pictures of him. His face is chewed up. he scratched it. He killed it with his bare hands. Good he, for him. He choked it out. He Good choked for him. That out the mountain, mountain, lion mountain lion. It That's impressive. Yes, he choked it out. That's so so
1: he says. That's, like, so the, the, he that's says. like the dude from The Revenant. Yes, like, you know, Eli he got, Glass. Yeah.
0: God, what a great movie. Um, but the best part about it was they had they finally get this guy, and he's got his arm in a sling, his face all scratched up, and it's him and his girlfriend who's just sitting there next to him.
2: And this mountain lion and, skin.
0: And they're interviewing him, and, she's, and they said, well, what did you think? She, they asked her. They, they asked him to recount the story, and he did. He said, I didn't want to kill it. I tried to get away a bunch of times, but it kept coming after me. So finally I just got into a headlock and grabbed its throat until it stopped moving. And so they interviewed him, blah, 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 and they go to the girl, and they said, did this scare you she said yeah but uh you know this all this notoriety is crazy she goes the, the most often text i've gotten this week is are y'all married and <laughs> she said no she goes better lock that down quick <laughs> <laughs> your man just killed a mountain lion with his bare hands he's gonna have girls climbing all over him
1: <laughs>
0: so here's our suggestion you go get you a bottle of one-on-one wild turkey you run through the woods try and find you if you're single if you're a single dude you go try and a mountain lion to wrestle and see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I would probably you. not do that if I nope. were you. Absolutely you, not. You can't take that as a uh, uh, Bourbon chronicles recommendation,
2: Alan. I would uh, stay away from that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: stick around for a little bit, guys. We're going to do last call after this, but um, we are enjoying this wild turkey. We're enjoying the food at South Kitchen and the company. Truffle fries. Uh, bourbon gets the conversation started, but, Alan, guess what? Your what? soul keeps it going. All right. Y'all stick around for a little bit.
2: Let that play all night. It, I'm not going to listen to
0: that song all day. Have you had the Pavlovian experience now that when you hear this song, you kind of think it's time for the show? Eric Targets. Just, I do.
2: Eric Targets. That,
0: by the way, guys, listen to our podcast. That is Kevin Mains and the Volts. They are reaching, they're changing their name to the Volts. They're starting to play live again. They've been in the studio doing um, some some producing uh, for another friend of theirs, um, which is fantastic. They really are Go good. Go on man. iTunes and download Kevin Maines and the Volts of the Volts. Man, you want to talk about a dude that – if you took Alan, if you took biscuits and gravy, and Jimi Hendrix and the Almond Brothers and bacon and bourbon and <laughs> put it into a bucket, and it came out as music, it would be it would be what Kevin Maines does with his music. Man, that guy is a is incredible. I was going to say B.A. B A. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're cussing a lot tonight. Trying to anyway. It's no, that's wild, just me.
3: It's the Wild Turkey One Hundred and One. Yeah, I'm the, I think I'm the only one that's done any cussing.
0: Do you, um, Gray? You've been bartending for a while. Do you, uh, when your bartenders cuss at work, do you get onto them? No. If they, if they cuss back at a customer, say, "Well, yes."
3: And no. You, you, don't, you just let them ride. I think it depends on the the situation, situation. and who they're talking to.
0: Situational cussing. Situational yeah. cussing.
3: You have to be aware of your surroundings. You like, do. You do. Alan, you work
0: in an office setting. If someone just drops S or F or GDS or whatever, what do? You, what's your take on that at work?
2: I don't. I don't care. I hear them, once in a while we'll hear something. Nobody's got a foul mouth at work, but I, once in a while you'll hear somebody drop one.
0: I work with people that do. I work in logistics, and there are people that just have well, no you, filter. Yeah, the, well, the, there's there's Google articles that say you can trust those people more because they're not filtered. They're saying whatever's on their mind. The I believe first it. Time they
3: think of it.
2: I believe it. I think um, that's
3: not always a good thing. I don't think it's a good. I mean, thing. like I lack filter. I'll definitely tell you what's on my mind, but do it professionally. Being you, you know, behind the bar, yeah. it's hard to, yeah. You know, you don't really also have you really don't do have that. to because in this day and age, get your point across. well, you can. True, you got all these idiots that want to go on Yelp. Yeah, like you tell them what's on your mind, and the next thing you know, there's a bad review, and then you got to deal with the boss, and it's like, you know, it's almost not fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yelp is Yelp is interesting. Yelp you, is horrible. Well, the, the theory is, and I don't know what their algorithm is. But I like this conversation because I've often thought about it. You, it, there are. 20 people that give bad reviews for every one that gives a good one. Yeah, usually
2: you don't give a, a review unless it's a bad review. Unless you're it's so angry you it just compels you. Angry and
3: just get over it. Yeah, I give good reviews.
2: I, I, there
1: given, needs to be a
2: currency. You, you know
3: what I do if I go somewhere and have a bad experience? I don't go back. I've I don't given, waste my time writing a yeah. review for no reason. Because so everybody probably, has different experiences. Like, you know, you, you could have had a bad experience the first time you came here. He comes here separately and thinks the place is so the best. I've got, in the world. I've got a good one. I had a horrible experience the first time I came I here. I mean, it's good you had to sit down and talk to me. Yeah, because I met you. It was, man, here we are. Nine months later, here we are.
1: <laughs> I went to a restaurant,
2: and I won't say where it was, Purr. but I had a chicken sandwich, Oof. and it had a rubber band in it. I love it. A big it. rubber band. Not like I, something you get right, out of your kids' braces. A whole I mean a band. A giant rubber band.
0: When you bit it, did it pull and yep. snap? Yep. I didn't
2: feel it. <laughs> when I bit in, I started chewing and I felt something. <laughs> something even, chewy. Wait, you t- literally, <laughs> you took and the whole rubber band. I pulled it out of my mouth, <laughs> and I thought, "What in the heck?" Now I wrote a bad review because right. that didn't well, happen that by one, accident. Yeah. yeah, well, that, that makes did, sense. That did not get there by accident.
3: No. Uh, it could. I've seen. What
2: did somebody just snap it across the room and then somebody yes. has say, "Oops, yes. it got on the because Yes, because
0: lettuce and and uh, like other stuff comes wrapped in. Or yeah, ba- I've buns. seen
3: like no. This was no lettuce accident. go out with say, even though it gets washed, there's still like little bugs the, or a rock like pebble because it's lettuce. It's coming out of the ground. It's coming out of dirt. Sheesh. You know, I mean, I, I've seen that happen.
0: What's the worst send back you've ever seen? Food coming back in the kitchen. You have one.
3: I think it's always raw chicken. Just chicken, yeah. If, all if the way if through, Raw chicken comes back. Guys like, being too fast. Yeah, just not paying attention. And yeah, we that's tough. Like there here. And most of the restaurants I've ever worked in, we've always temped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's just safe. Yeah. You know, it's just better to do it that way. And know you're sending out. Stick a thermometer. Yeah, and then – there's no questions. Stick like a
2: thermometer up the chicken's butt. And Correct. If, if it's if it's the right temperature, yeah. then the chicken's done. 165
3: degrees. or better, you're uh, you're cooked all the way through. <laughs> if It ain't got feathers on it. It's you, 165 right. degrees. Heat <laughs> 100, it up. <laughs> 165 through and through, man. You had some wild turkey 101 going into it. See? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for last call. Well,
0: yeah, the last call is where we can say whatever <coughs> we want. So sticking. Sticking things in chickens—it reminds me, Alan. We've got a we got a barbecue competition coming. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: we're going to stick a thermometer. Coming in
0: up, the we're going. Well, we're going. You know, it reminds me of you know maybe a, a potential menu item that we're going to throw. But um, Big Green Egg in North Florida is hosting a uh, Egg Fest up here in in, Fl- in North Florida, and we have a cooking team in it, and we're trying to decide what we're going to cook. And I think we just determined that marinated chicken anus is going to be on there. Chicken, chicken, chicken bites. Chicken bites. Chicken butt. What's up, chicken butt?
3: Oh, like a marinated in rubber bands. Marinated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This so chewy. Wrap, wrap the, it in rubber bands. Why well, don't you it. just go buy a rubber chicken? Oh. And cook it. Now you've covered all and the bases. Fry it. Just yep. Melt it. So we're <laughs> gonna
0: be cooking there with our our good our good buddies, at Big Green Egg. We're gonna do. Uh, Gray's gonna help us with some uh, cocktail ideas. I think they are gonna serve sort of cocktails of this thing. So they said. Find out for sure. So they said, but you said something that interests me. Fat wash. Uh, bitters or like an ad-
3: additive to a cocktail? Fat wash liquor. It's liquor? Yeah.
0: You put it in the liquor?
3: In the What bourbon? kind of fat, though? Bacon? I've done bacon. I've done it's so greasy, duck. It's though. How do you get duck it
2: in? Duck
0: fat. I can duck see fat.
3: Man, duck fat's good. Why is duck fat so good? Duck fat wash whistle pig. Anything.
0: So how Delicious. do you wash? Oh, okay,
3: explain duck this confi. to Because okay, I would so think
0: if you, if you took... I'm, I'm an amateur chef. If I took uh, uh, bur- uh, bacon fat and drop it in my bourbon, it would just make a little cold bubble of fat, and that wouldn't coat anything.
3: How do you do it So wash? if you take any kind of fat and you temper it to, like, 130 degrees, just before it gets to boiling and, right. you know, smoking, because right. it's still oil. Right. Anytime you add water to oil, you get an explosion. Right. So you have to temper it to the right temperature. And then you, you know, get a quart container and pour your whiskey in there or whatever spirit you want to use, and then you dump the Warm fat into it, yeah, and You stir it up with a whisk,
0: super fast. <laughs> yep,
3: and then all of a sudden you'll see it start separating like oil and vinegar. Yeah, and then you stir it again, and you just stir it about every fifteen you minutes for a, yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah, for a couple of hours. A couple hours. That's worth. a lot of work, man. That's a lot, but work. the result is worth it. But then, f- then you and then
2: freeze it and separate it, right?
3: Yeah. So once it's done its final, you know, separation and it's you know layered out, you'll see all the fat sitting on top and all the booze underneath it. You throw it in the freezer and let that fat harden. Yeah. And then you just scoop it out and pour everything through either a coffee filter or Okay, so yeah, so, the so you and I talked about this earlier. It's I,
2: I did it with bacon. I tried the, so I, I found a thing for bacon infused vodka. Okay. I put vodka in a really good vodka in a mason jar. Put several slices of bacon, cooked bacon in the vodka. Stuck in the fridge for a week. Pulled it out. Pulled the bacon out. I uh, stuck in the freezer, separated the fat, pulled the fat off the top, then ran it through cheesecloth a few times. And the result didn't taste like vodka, didn't taste like bacon, <laughs> it didn't taste like anything. It tasted like the devil's anus. Or <laughs> <laughs> going and through what? Or rubber chicken wh- anus. Wh- yeah, wh- chicken's anus. And I what would never What vodka did it you again. use? What vodka did you use? It was good use? vodka. It was like kettle one or, or or I don't know. It was I remember spending top dollar. This
0: is why
3: gray is so valuable. Yeah,
2: because he would have told me, "Don't
3: do that, dummy."
2: Well,
0: I would
3: have said, "Just give me the vodka, and I'll do it for you." Yeah.
2: So,
0: so, but the the process is to to stir it in there, and the flavors kind of infuse into the liquor, and then you pull the fat out, and there's still a little bit of little globules of heaven in there, but not the flavors in it, not the fat. No,
3: you're. I think for me, whenever I've done fat washes on booze, is because at the end of the day, it's a liquid, Mm -hmm. and liquid has no texture. So when you fat wash something. That residue of the fat, like you know, when you get an undercooked piece of bacon and you chew on it, mm. you get that coating of the fat in your mouth, and it makes your mouth all silky. Mm. I think that's the purpose of fat washing. Turn it all gray. Stop it. You know, it gives you a texture and a liquid. Yeah. yeah, so it makes it kind of cool and different, and you know, fun. So like an See old fashioned. I'll, I'll every, bring every it to. I'll bring, science, man. Yeah. I've got I've got duck fat whiskey at the other bar. I'll bring it over next week, and you yeah. can try it and yeah. let me know what you think. Yeah, th- th- I'm in. This
2: is,
0: this is
3: science. I, so you can do it next week? I've got it already done. It's already okay. sitting up so there. I'll, br- I'll bring it to you next, next week. Next week we can do this. Next Tuesday, yeah. You can sit. it. Uh-huh. All right. You can try I, it. And I it's, it's, it's Whistlepig farm stock crop, too. I can't remember where I had it, but
2: so the best burger I ever had was a uh, really good hamburger with a little piece of duck confit on top. Absolutely. Holy mackerel. So that sounds delicious. Holy mackerel. Really yeah. Anyway. So we are at about uh, ten and a half minutes of, uh, of last our call last call here
0: I, so wild turkey one on one is what we're sipping on today Alan give me a um, a fat wash rating if it was one through five one being um, chicken uh, fat tur- turkey fat turkey fat <laughs> turkey fat ground turkey fat and 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 f- and and five being uh, beef rib fat glorious beef rib fat
1: ooh
2: i 'm going to give this a uh, it's gonna be cheap bacon fat. Cheap bacon fat, like yeah.
0: a Oscar Mayer bacon fat, like yeah. Walmart style bacon. Black fat. label
2: bacon fat. it's good. It's good, man. I mean, th- this is a solid bourbon. Yeah, it's, it's it a holds the test
0: of time. I would, I would, I would say probably
2: a three. Yeah, it's, it's out of five. Yeah, okay. I would say this
0: is yeah. a bacon fat.
2: Okay, not duck yeah, fat and not beef fat. It's definitely but uh, bacon fat. It's but definitely worth going out and
0: Alan. That's good, man. I'm proud of you. A, it's a good, cheap bacon fat. It's not rights bacon. <laughs> thank, thank you for being proud. It's of me. not. It's not rights. What to me is the best bacon. Okay. Rights. All right. W r i g h t s. Yes. Um, it's more of the uh yeah the Oscar Mayer little thin turd. Yeah. turds like little bacon. <laughs> it's, still like got, yeah, no, it's, it's still good. Yeah. No, it's bacon. still good bacon. It's still bacon. <laughs> it's still heaven. This is the, this <laughs> the other side of the tracks of heaven.
2: It's not hot dog. fat. Now, how do I get rid of the big man? It's not stuff. hot dog water. It's it's. it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, I can you make a cocktail out of hot dog water? I'm sure. oh, I can God. make a cocktail out of can. anything. All right, challenge gauntlet thrown accepted. Okay. Oh no! I'm Give so me a hot dog cocktail.
3: I will. So I got to put this out there because yes. it kind of dawned on me like the whole time I thought you know since y'all been doing this podcast here mm-hmm. and I've been associated with y'all
1: mm-hmm.
3: I always felt like Hamilton was yeah. the one that kept y'all on track. I disagree with that now. Oh. Like. No, it's out. I don't think you. I don't think you need a supervisor. Like, no, you, no, You, no, you we're we're always supervised. you get in all the major parts, you know. So, are you complimenting us right now? I today? am because I'm I not am. comfortable. My my underwear
0: just got bunched up. Gray, you always make this a lot of fun, and you have provided this kick a restaurant for us to come hang out in and drink bourbon. And um, y'all got to come up here and see Gray and his staff um, three to six uh, every day. Every day, happy hour, half off appetizers, half off beverages. Y'all come up here and get you a uh, get you an old fashioned, get or you two. a uh, get you a um, I don't know what, what's your favorite cocktail, Gray? To make what would be your favorite? Cocktail? It'd
3: be an old fashioned, old fashioned. Yeah, it was, it was my it was the first drink I ever learned how to make. My mother used to drink old fashions. Your mom, like God your bless mom her. used to drink old fashions yeah, with CC. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you're <laughs> but tuff- hey, she if, still made old fashions.
0: If you're tough as Gray's mama, then you can come up here and have you a drink and a half Sorry. price appetizer at uh, at. Uh, at uh, South Kitchen Spirits. Knock tea. Listen, this is the Bourbon Chronicles for Alan and Kelly and Hamilton. Uh, we're having a good time, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See you. Peace.